Welcome back, my beautiful people, to another episode of Talk It Up with Tierra Monique. I am your girl, Tierra Monique, and it is time to talk it up. How have y'all been doing? I took one week off. I'm back. Um, I didn't really know what to talk about last week. <laughs> but um, this week, I got something to talk about. And it's still a little bit heavy. It's still having something to do with what's going on in today's world as far as this the racism and the shootings and the killing the police killings and all this stuff and as you can see the topic of today is called waiting to exhale so yeah i know everybody may know waiting to exhale as a movie that stars um whitney houston and loretta devine and um angela bassett and leela rashawn but I want to talk about weight next hell and the fact that just like what happened to George Floyd and just like what happened to all the other senseless killings of African Americans, most of us, I know for myself, I feel like I can't breathe. I feel like there is so much emotion and thoughts and anxiety and fear that is building up and that has been building up over years and now it just feels even more heavy like a huge brick on my chest because of all this stuff that's going on and I don't know y'all I know as Christians we're supposed to be you know Um, not thinking about what's going to happen or not supposed to worry or we're not supposed to be fearful because um, God did not give us a spirit of fear. Um, He did not give us uh, a reason to be fearful. He's, we know that he is going to take care of us and he's going to protect us. And um, he's always with us. And he told us not to be afraid and that we should be um, hopeful and not fearful but come on y'all I am starting to get afraid and not to the point where I don't want to walk out of my house but I'm going to give you an example so okay it's a beautiful day here in my neck of the woods my son is now 16 he had a birthday um last week And I am a proud parent of a 16-year-old teenage black boy. And because of that, I am now even more concerned about his safety and his well-being growing up in America as a black male. He is extremely tall. Maybe I shouldn't say extremely. Well, he's extremely taller than me. (laughs) I mean, I'm five feet. Uh, He is tall. He's going to be tall like his father and he is going to be a junior next school year and he of course like a lot of teenage boys they have friends and they want to hang out with their friends and we've been in quarantine since March and now that some of the restrictions are you know a little lighter than they used to be he's able to go out and hang out with his friends for a little bit so he hasn't been able to hang out with all of them in a while and he called me yesterday and he said hey mom Um, when you get off work or during your break can you take me to 
the beach so I could go hang out with my friends. I was like, what? <laughs> huh? What? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to think about it. He's like, why you got to think about it? I said, I don't know, Devin. I said, you know, it's a lot of stuff going on right now. And, you know, I don't, I don't know. You know, I, it, you just one thing may pop off and you're the first person they're going to look at. And now, mind you, he doesn't, all his friends aren't white. So it's not like, he, you know, he's like the, the one that's going to stand out. It's a mixture of them. It's a diverse group. But because of everything that's going on, I am just like, I'm, I'm, I'm fearful. I, I'm, I am a parent. I am a parent who is worried about her child. And yes, I know that greater is he that is in me than, than he that is in the world. I know that my God is going to protect me. I know that I should not fear. I know that I should cast all my cares and anxieties upon my God, my father, my protector. But the human side of me, the parent that I am, I'm worried about my son. So I told him I was going to think about it and I was going to pray about it. I don't know. I don't think my prayer was a real a real prayer. I think my prayer was like, okay, God, please let it. My prayer was, God, please let it rain tomorrow so that he can't go to the beach. <laughs> and that's not right. You know, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't think that way. I shouldn't walk around afraid, but I am. And like many of you right now who have teenagers, um, teenage boys, you're thinking the same thing, you know. Am I gonna let my kid go back out and hang out with their friends again with me not around? I mean, I'm literally I I am sitting right now in the parking lot at the beach because I didn't want to leave him here. Now I don't I'm not like you know driving around you know seeing everywhere he goes, and I'm not allowing him to be embarrassed because his mom is out here. So I dropped him off so his friends couldn't see him. And I'm over, you know, off to the corner under the tree. But I still am worried. And I, you know, I gave him a talk. I told him why I was nervous, why I was worried. And, you know, he's like, Mom, you know. So I think that my kid is, I, not, I, don't, I wouldn't say oblivious. He knows what's going on. But just like any other any other kid or any other person, sometimes you don't think, oh, it's not going to happen to me. And I am not saying that this something's going to happen to my son. God forbid. I do not put that on my child or any other child, any other black teenage boy out here. I do not I do not put that on him or any black teenage girl. I do not put that on them at all. I'm not saying that something's going to happen to them just because they're black. But the truth is, something could happen to them because they're black. And struggling with y'all. And I know I'm not the only one struggling with this. So yeah. That that's that's what I want to talk about today. So think about that. I'm gonna take a brief pause and come back after a word from our sponsor. <clears throat> Okay, so <laughs> you heard me clear my throat. I was getting a little choked up a little bit just thinking about it, but I'm not going to cry. Even though crying is good, but I'm not going to cry because I want to be able to get through this podcast without crying today. Um, 
I'm just so overwhelmed. I'm so overwhelmed. And I feel like I can't breathe, like I said before. And another thing happened was Monday, I went for a walk. I was off work that day. And I went for a walk. And I was just walking and um, just talking to God and listening to music. And then when my phone was about to die, I went ahead and just really um, got in tune with God and just became quiet and listened to the trees and the wind blowing the trees. And it was a beautiful day, even though the sun wasn't out. It was a beautiful day because it was it was um, it was breezy. It was a great temperature to walk outside. You know, my walkers, if y'all if y'all like to walk you know the good walking temperature. You know, it's like 68, not too hot, not too muggy, and just a good walk, good walking weather. And I was walking and walking, I walked about seven miles. I had that much time. And I walked on this trail, and of course, by the time I was getting close to my car, I think I was I had a good another mile, mile to go. My feet started to, um, hurt a little bit that's when I realized I need to get some more cushion in my in my shoes or I need to get some real shoes because you know a girl like me I will wear I will wear some cheap shoes <laughs> but um yeah I was like okay I need to get some more shoes my, so my shoes my feet started hurting a little bit and of course I was a little tired I was getting tired but I still I was still full of energy but I was getting a little tired and um I was just thinking I was and I just started talking to God and thanking him that I was alive, thanking, thanking him for my kids, thanking him for his protection, and, you know, praying to God about all the things that's going on in the world right now, and, you know, as I started to pray, I started to get very, um, filled with emotion, um, sadness, and gratitude, all at the same time, just an overwhelming, um, sense of just, uh, just, I, I was just, I was just full of emotion. And when I got to my car, when I finally got to the car, and my legs were shaking, <laughs> so I've been walking for so long, and I, I, and I, the trail is like up and down, so it's not like a flat trail. You really get your good cardio in. So I'm walking, and so when I finally get to my car, my legs are shaking, and I start to stretch, stretch out my, you know, my legs and my hamstrings and stuff like that after the walk, like you're supposed to. And I just broke down in tears, and it was like. I was I was relieved in a way to be at the car because even though I had been walking for a long time and it, I knew the walking was good for me, I started to feel the pain of it and I got to the car and I just started I just broke down and crying not because I was you know finally at the car and I was in so much pain but after talking to God after praying about all the things that's going on right now in the world, I just broke down in tears because not only are we facing COVID nineteen. Not, not only are we having to deal with, you know, not having a job, you know, if you lost your job or having your hours cut back from work, if, you know, and then having to, you know, trying to adjust your budget if you don't have enough paid time off to supplement um, those hours that you've lost from work or, you know, having to homeschool your kids and having to, you know, just do all this extra double duty work, either as a single parent or even as, you know, a married couple now we're also faced with you know having to educate our kids again about what to do if they get pulled over by the police what to do if they get if they encounter the police you know having to 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 have a conversation about the fact that you know you're looked at 
as a black person before you're looked at as a person and it's so overwhelming and I just feel like and like I said before you just feel like you can't breathe and you're just waiting to exhale you just want it and I just think like God you just want to get to the point where you know I can breathe I don't have to worry about it. And I, and I think that's the whole point of waiting to excel. It's like you, so you don't have, it's like you, a sense of not having to worry anymore. Even though we're not supposed to worry. It's just like, it's like a calmness, like a, a sigh of relief. You, we're all holding our breath because of all this stuff that's going on. And like I said, the COVID-19 and, and the job loss and having to refigure our budgets and having to find another place to live because maybe you got evicted or you know, maybe you lost your house or, and now having to, to be worried about whether or not you're going to get killed if you get pulled over by the police. It is so much pressure and you're holding your breath and you can't breathe because you don't even know how to breathe because you don't even know how to feel. You know, you're angry one moment, then you're sad one moment, then, then you're, then you're proud to be black and then you're at a protest and then you're talking about, you know, how can we overcome this? And then you're sad again. And it's like, oh my gosh. God, when, when can we breathe? When can we breathe again? We're just waiting to exhale. We're just waiting to take this huge sigh of relief and just be able to live without all this conflict, without all these problems, without all of this on our backs. And we just get so, and we get even more outraged and angered when we see what's going on in the media and, and with our president and with the politics and 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 people of other races who have no clue how it is to be a black person in America right now. You know, I was listening to a podcast the other day. I was watching it. Um, Kev on stage and he has a new podcast, new uh, podcast, vodcast, whatever you want to call it. Um, call here's the thing and he was talking and he was saying a pastor a pastor was a part of a panel and he said that slavery was a blessing and it's like what he said that slavery was a blessing and that also we shouldn't say white privilege we should say white blessings and and, and in hindsight white privilege is a blessing it is a blessing to every white American who is born into America as a white person. It does not matter if you live in the Trailer Park or if you live in Beverly Hills. You still have white privilege. And yes, he was right. It is a white blessing. But as a pastor who has a platform and a position to appeal to so many people and to not only pray for them but empathize with them in a way even though you can't as a white person empathize with them as a human being that you would say that slavery was a blessing a blessing for who because it wasn't a blessing for all those people who was being killed it wasn't a blessing for all those women who were being raped by their their slave master so who was it a blessing for So y'all, I'm just ready to exhale. I'm ready to exhale. I'm waiting to exhale. I feel like it is, I can't even watch TV. I can't even watch the news because every time I turn on, it's something else going on. Uh, A young man was hung from a tree. A young lady was killed. An activist. It's just sad. So 
am just to the point where I just want to breathe. And if you're like me, I know you're just like me. You can't breathe. You can't breathe. So this is a short one today, y'all. And I just thank y'all for joining me today. Um, this has been another episode of Talking Up with Tierra Monique. It is episode number 22. I'll be back with you soon with a special edition of Talking Up with Tierra Monique. Um, celebrating Black fathers and fathers in general for Father's Day. And I just thank you so much for listening. Again, you can reach out to me on TalkItUpWithTierraMonique at gmail.com. You can reach out to me with TalkItUpTierraMonique um, on Instagram. And um, until next time, smooches, um, love yourself. <sighs> just love yourself. And just know that God is protecting you. And even though we are Christians, it's okay not to be okay. It's okay not to to be 100% all the time. God knows your heart. He already knows it. So don't even keep it in. If you feel the way you feel, just feel it and talk to God about it. But don't be ashamed about it. Okay? Love you, love. Have a great weekend. Have a great week. And until next time, smooches.